0: I'm Caleb, and this is the Air Grievances Podcast. I have decided to release a sequence of episodes um, that are kind of re-releases of um, episodes of the very first podcast that I ever did. Um, it's myself and my brother Nate Rowe talking through spiritual issues, and just kind of, uh, BSing around other issues and things like that, just having conversations, um, it's from a time in my life when I first started to question things spiritually, and started to kind of deconstruct my worldview. um, Nate was already in a place where he was comfortable calling himself, the term that he uses was an agnostic atheist, um, I called myself an agnostic Christian at the time, um, and so, yeah, it's 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 a little bit of a history lesson, I guess. Uh, if you have any interest in in my own journey, <sighs> which, like, why the fuck would you? But it, it's an you know, it's kind of an expose on how a person comes to terms with realizing their own worldviews and embracing the reality around them and seeing what makes sense and does not make sense. And so, I hope that you enjoy it. Like I said, it's the very first podcast I ever did, which which for me is kind of nostalgic. Because I now have more than a handful of podcasts that I produce um on a regular basis. And so yeah, so here's episode one of the Bipolar Agnostics podcast, which is uh entitled Introduction One Atheist and One Christian.
1: Hello, everybody. I am Nate Rowe, I'm Caleb Rowe, and we are the Bipolar Agnostic.
0: It's our first podcast. We want to give our backstory to give a little context to how we arrived at the uh, kind of transitional worldviews that we're at right now, I'd Mm -hmm. say. Would you agree with that? Yes. Uh, So... So upbringing? Yeah. So we were raised essentially in this mindset of a very, very fundamentalist, legalistic Christianity in Kentucky, in the Bible Belt, in a Southern Baptist church, and we went to Southern Baptist private school. Of course, you know, youth group, a program called
1: Awana. Mm, Boy Scouts and Christianity. Yes. And Girl Scouts. Yeah, and Girl Scouts. Yeah. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> non-gender <laughs> specific Scouts. Yes, non-gender. <laughs> uh,
0: the entire premise of Awana is to be good, you do good. So you memorize verses. Is there ever the
1: ones you don't memorize or mention? We mention. You know. The, the ones you ignore and the parts of the Bible you don't focus on.
0: Oh, exactly. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Except for yeah, those yeah, parts. yeah, yeah. This gotta, the Baptist part. You must Baptist Baptist create your own religion. Well, it's given to you. Yeah. yeah, I'd say. Well, I mean, like with them, the Catholics kind of laid it out when they chose all the books when they met together, yeah. and then you know the Southern Baptists. You can. Well,
0: we took away some.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm saying you yeah. edit it. You had the foundation right, laid yeah, out, yeah. and you take away things that you don't want. See, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah.
0: And then when it was translated into English, King James was in charge of approving and editing, and he was extremely misogynistic and patriarchal, Mm -hmm. and I I think that probably had a really big influence on things. Yeah. It's kind of off-topic, but, uh, so in Awana, you would complete homework assignments and memorize Bible verses in exchange for what they called Awana Bucks which were little pieces of paper that looked like money that you would save up and you'd you'd buy candy or toys and stuff like that. Incentive. And program. so it was performance-based yeah. Christianity, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that has influenced me more than anything else in my upbringing. The, the maybe not to specifically, but the reinforcement of the concept of being good based off of what you do. Mm-hmm. For me.
1: Do you yeah. Do you have this? experience? I, I don't know. On my own, I've learned these two verses. Again, I can't quote them. You know, Jesus saying, "I'm the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me." And then what's it? it kind of refers to these are based off of faith and good works. So kind of throw them together. Both oh, were mentioned. If, yeah, yeah. And I don't think they said that those were canceling each other out. I think they was just yeah. including. It was an additional. Ephesians
0: two eight through nine. It's by grace we've Again, been saved through faith. Yeah. Uh, it's a gift of God, not of works, so no one can boast. Mm-hmm. That's a That's why I, yeah. I know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that every Wednesday night, in addition to school, which for elementary school for me was actually at the church, mm-hmm. was the church. At the
0: same church, yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So you go there 40 hours a week, like a full work day for school, and the church is integrated into that, and then you go... To a wanna service, and then you go to Sunday morning Sunday, yeah. service. Sunday school. Sunday school. And Sunday service. It wasn't. Yes.
0: A lot of churches do Sunday school while the service is going on. Mm-hmm. But we would go to Sunday school and then go to the
1: service. Yes. Yeah. And get a really intense sermon. Lots of, mm hmm, amen. So yeah, that, that was a very intense church wise and then like Mm -hmm. i said it was tied into school and then a lot of free time you dedicate i don't know we do like some kind of programs helping people out and whatnot yeah another those were those were really good like uh like i remember raking leaves for elderly people
0: yeah i remember like uh, we'd have summer programs where we would like go to people of low income brackets and fix up their houses and you know build a wheelchair ramp Mm -hmm. or like fix a roof and stuff what's
1: the great christmas project you create a bundle and you send it to someone Oh, right In right. a uh, third world country
0: Yeah And no matter no matter what the actual motivation behind that is That is a good, I think that is a good thing Almost a justifying, you know
1: Yes, the you're things, doing things that have come out of and have been very eventual results of religion and indoctrination, mm. where we live in a society where we can solely focus on the lessons of it and what to take away from it. And rather than uh, using, say, God as a justification for a war, mm-hmm. a crusade, mm-hmm. we can actually read the Bible on our own and interpret it. It's not all in Latin. Mm. It's not the Catholic Church controlling you completely by choosing the books, you know, controlling your lives, indulgences. All the jazz, and then you can't even understand what they're saying. So they tell you what the Bible says. They can literally say anything, yeah. and you will believe them. So, uh-huh. yeah, nowadays you can live your regular life and then learn a lot from the teachings of Jesus Christ and everyone. Uh-huh. And I say, if you do that, all the more to you. Personally, I'm away from that, and uh-huh. I don't know if my convictions can ever really change. Yeah,
0: you're I mean, you're you're an atheist,
1: agnostic atheist. You're say. An, okay. And then Caleb here, uh-huh. we got a mystic. So, yeah. Agnostic Christian, fundamentally unfundamental. Walk through that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. You, you explain your own.
0: Explain yeah.
1: mine. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Ex- explain what all those things mean to yeah. me because I don't think that the traditional definitions of those yes. words are exactly my definitions. Oh, sure, sure. So I would say I'm a mystic because, and I wouldn't ever preach this to anyone. But absolutely, to me, I experience a force of love. You might call it the universe. I don't don't even know what to call it. Honestly, I have a lot of baggage around the word God because of our childhood and God being this dude. And the thing I experience is not a dude. And I get filled up by this energy. I don't know what it is. I think it's the thing that people try to describe with the word God. God and that unknowingness and the experiential aspect of it is why I would would call myself a mystic and then the agnostic is just I see that as the literal definition not knowing I don't think that a even a high we're very highly evolved but any sort of primate could possibly wrap their head around this force this energy that is in my experience the energy of love and the energy
1: of life The uh, human side of our animalistic selves. Right
0: The, the artistic
1: the, Yeah Yeah Because mm. we're bipolar in that way too
0: mm. Yeah Yeah there's, there's a conflict there
1: And yeah. we are always yeah fighting over it Uh uh-huh. Like uh You know, urges, say, going through puberty and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We were taught absolutes, can't break these rules, all the more taboo and tempting. Yeah,
0: and going back to that, when we were growing up, I would have a lot of questions pop into my head, things that didn't sit right with me, that I was being taught either from the pulpit or from our teachers in the private school or from Awana, and I would get really, really scared. I would push them out of my head for fear of entertaining them might get me into hell. Mm hmm Me considering them.
1: Yeah. And you're the exact opposite and same as me. I think that's how you make someone into a thinker and a ponderer Hmm. is tell them, you can't question anything, it's all suppressed Uh down because that's dangerous because they've seen what it's done to people in the past and that's a no-no. So... And now both of our foundations really are question everything. Especially as you say, Caleb, you can never be sure. Right. i almost sure that you can never be 100% sure. Right. That's and, part of my agnostic uh-huh. part. I acknowledge the way that you can't prove that God's there, but you can't disprove that uh-huh. he's there. So it might be deistic, if anything. He exists, yeah, but right. doesn't interfere. But not our spiritual identity, but the actual supernatural, magical part of it, mm. I don't believe. See, yeah.
0: I'll add another adjective to myself hmm. I would also call myself a materialist Which goes hand in hand with the agnosticism Because I'm a skeptic mm-hmm. I'm very 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 much a skeptic If I don't experience something Or if it doesn't make sense to me I'm not going to dismiss it and say it's false But I'm not going to
1: embrace it Buddhism, like the meditations mm-hmm. We've had uh, some sermons about that It mm-hmm. would really be enlightening
0: Yeah Mm-hmm.
1: So I experience God Or this
0: energy This, this energy of love And so that's, that's why I can say Okay that's something that I believe in
1: Yeah yeah I like the emphasis on us as humans uh-huh. With Christianity, the way I kind of see it, it says that this life is, like, the proving grounds. Oh. Like, your entire life, your existence is to go towards this reward. Right. And it doesn't matter because what is 80 years compared to eternity? Uh. And you are completely convinced of this unshakable truth. It right. is Judaism uh, originated, I'm saying, like, that mythology, per se. Whatever may be that specific culture. And you know Jesus is up there at the pearly gates. And that's what lies for you ahead. So... You feel like you spend your entire life preparing for that and learning, because the emphasis is on that life, not right. this necessarily. Yes. But for me, it's like an awakening. Like, mm. it coming out of it, Was it was like a psychological trip. Mm. I remember the first time I uttered a curse word, and I felt like my body, like, it hit me. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my god. Like, I, I've thought it before, but that mm. was, like, so bad. It's like breaking mm-hmm. things like that, and also, Did like... you feel guilt? No, no, I felt uh, so free. it's good. good. Again, it was literally like shackles, uh-huh. like breaking. Uh-huh. It was like, boom, that was just one small step. So, yeah, especially when you're taught, like, all these things are wrong, absolutely, and you find one thing like, oh, maybe carbon dating is accurate, and then Mm. suddenly, wait, that means everything else they told me is wrong. Right. That's where I'm saying it's like an impediment, really, and it's just holding you back and for Mm. The last few centuries, not even centuries, you know, thousands of years, ever since the concept came to mind, all you thought about was the higher power was beyond. And at first, you know, that, like, basic kind of, tribal, I guess, religion? Like, that, that's understandable, but when you come to, like, Jesus Christ and then the Savior, everything after that is converting other people, it's making sure you guarantee that access to heaven, because he is the key. Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, Buddhism or Hinduism or reincarnation, like, this is the key. So, especially with Christianity, uh, working towards all these things, and you can even say the same with Islam, there are certain tenets, uh, uh, talking to someone at work, I'm not gonna go to him death, but she's saying, like, oh, in Ramadan now, things are like 70 times the points or something. So I'm asking her, like, so this is, like, an incentive program? And she's um, like, no, 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 and all that. But but it is. Yeah, it's like, you know, every time you pray, it's like you're earning something yes. for something. We had a lot of interesting conversations about, that's not what a jihad is, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, sure. uh, so yeah, same thing there, and ironically enough, that's an Abrahamic, am I saying that right? Abrahamic, yeah. Abrahamic religion. So yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. The same emphasis. It's weird what happens when you have one God. You know? When you have that one God, one true God, you have to show everyone that you are the one true right. God. I and on- like I said, the whole key to the next life thing, uh-huh. that's your focus. It people just caught up in wars and converting and killing. Yes. And then nowadays even, like I said earlier, kind of settle down into normal society and you can like really just study it, learn from the values. But at the same time, always in the back of your head, you're calculating, you know, making the family. Uh-huh. teaching them, passing on the word. In a private school, in certain Baptist community, like, my life, the purpose of my life, the purpose of life is to convert other people. Right. You know, people are always like, what's the answer uh-huh. to life uh-huh. to the question? It's to convert other people, yeah. as many as you can <laughs> yeah. until you die. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. An organization told us, this is the answer to life. Here's your mission. That's the answer to life. We uh-huh. have it, guys. Right. We have it. Pack, pack up the bags. Right. We're rolling out. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And the way that... I am comfortable calling myself a Christian and reconciling those things which I would call mainstream Christianity. I think monotheism can be dangerous if you say your one God is distinctive. That Yahweh is distinctive from Allah is distinctive from you know the Native American creator or whatever. And hmm.
1: that's right. sorry go on. I yeah
0: I mm-hmm. I'm I'm very much an inclusivist mm-hmm. and um, Inclusive, yeah. And I see that passage that you referred to, no one comes to the Father but through me, I have a very, uh, I guess heretical, (laughs) uh, Heretical. non-orthodox take on Christ, that Christ is love. And so no one comes to God but through love. Mm Mm-hmm. Is my interpretation of "No one comes to the Father but through me."
1: It's just the me that's why I know. I know. I know yeah. What you get from Christianity and how you view it uh-huh. is unique compared to a lot And of I don't
0: give a shit if like, that's what he meant
1: at all. So I, I think it says a lot about what he means. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, you still get the message of love. Mm-hmm. You're like, it doesn't matter if that's what he meant. I'm like, yeah, that that's everything. If uh-huh. if people rally behind that verse so they could uh-huh. go and colonize. Like, you know, the... the, the That interpretation of that verse. Yeah. But my interpretation... You're saying it doesn't matter what he actually meant. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that... Him saying that, he's trying to get across a meaning. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know, the fact that he said that, trying to get across the meaning, if if even not inadvertently, because of that, Mm -hmm. I I think it's significant that he did say that. But I don't think there's any way that we can know
0: what he actually meant when he said those words.
1: Well, yeah, that's the dangerous part of it. Exactly. These are works written by man. Yes, and religions interpreted. I also know religion is all created by man. Completely. Oh, absolutely. You're just compiling things. Yes,
0: and I personally, right now in life, I'm in a very transitional period, and I could very well not believe this tomorrow, for all I know. But I don't think that Christ and Jesus are the same entity. I think that Jesus is a human. And that Christ is a spirit, and almost like Jesus was possessed by a spirit.
1: Yeah, I think that's theoretically how to look at it. I guess so. I completely agree with that. I, I get that, that. That's, that's how I'm I re- find that you have that like point of view. But yeah. I, for me, if I looked at that, I wouldn't say there's an actual spiritual being that mm-hmm. possesses. It's just him as a human, and he was human, by the way. I think we need oh, to really yeah. emphasize that he experienced. We, we don't were always that told he enough. was God. He was outside of like uh-huh. sin, temptation. Uh-huh. Like, this guy disappeared for, like, a decade or so. You know, we don't right. know what he did. Yeah. Like, that was his finding. He uh-huh. was a human, so he had to have that period Yeah, to prepare for his ministry.
0: He had to learn a bunch of shit. Yeah.
1: Some fundamentalist I met, they're like, yeah, he was just born. We were he was taught, a baby, he yeah. knew he was God. He had it all yes. figured out. He had his message. Yeah.
0: We were taught that he was born
1: knowing he was God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's God, so he already knows what the... Yeah,
0: it wasn't until the Council of Nicaea that that conclusion was kind of reached and that that doctrine was embraced. Uh, The disciples even, you know, didn't think that
1: that he was literally God. It was Paul. It It was Paul. It was interesting to bring that up at the group with our church. I went to a group wasn't very diversified. I mean, you had a few Catholics and you had. Well, you had Caleb. Caleb's definitely he's diversity. He's like that ethnic group. Like you know, he's that minority. It's like you're transgender, oh, you're transgender homosexual, <laughs> half Mexican immigrant, but at the same time, you had a Muslim father at some point. Yeah, you, you just kind of throw everything together. So that's what like you, having you there uh-huh. was just mm, that really diversified it. Yeah, and then you had the quiet Catholic girls, and then you had Ben. Yeah, I. Uh, this guy that's all I gotta say for now We, can, we can I love him later.
0: Ben with all of my fucking heart dude yeah dude cause he's like great. Ben knows so he's he's a member of our family church here in Kansas is, is how I would describe it I, I work there as the sound man and that is the only reason that I go every Sunday but I'm glad it worked out that way honestly My resentment towards fundamentalists is much lower because of that experience. I have a lot more respect for them as people and for for the real actual love that they show and express and the genuineness of it. Especially at that church because the Southern Baptist Church in Kentucky that we were raised in was so fake. That was my Mm -hmm. biggest turnoff.
1: And he's so... Because he does all the thinking and questioning. Oh my god, after these groups... Like, I would go outside and talk to him, and he would exhaust... Like, he would make me exhaust myself. Uh-huh. Like, I would just go on and on and on and say something, like, questioning what not. He's like, yeah, man. Oh, that's great. Yes, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All about it. And I was asking him a question. I'm like, all right, answer this directly. He's like, dude, I don't know. That's what's amazing about it. I know, I know. I'm like, no, no. You have opinions. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> this is... We're, we're This needs to be constructive. Yeah. He's like, dude, I don't know either. Yeah. It's no. beautiful. It's beautiful. No. I need. This needs to be constructive. I just go on, and I'm just exhausted. And, yeah. So I I love that energy. And like you said, he's outspoken. He questions things. He's the exact opposite of what we had back at home. And even with, like, little things. Like, I show mm -hmm. up, and first time I meet him, whatever, say, excuse my language, but fucking something. He's like, dude, I don't give a fuck if you curse. Like, what the the fuck are curse languages anyway? Yeah,
0: the first time I met him, was we went out for coffee. And, yeah, he just just started cussing and stuff. And I was like, okay, this guy... (laughs) is on a different level from every single other person in this church or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And we got to be really, really close. And uh, we would have all these, you know, kind of theological discussions and stuff like that. And no matter what I said, no matter what, like, non-orthodox thing I said, he lost no respect for me. Mm -hmm. He he said, well, do you believe in a, a physical resurrection of Jesus, which is like, most people wouldn't call you a Christian unless you believe that Jesus Mm -hmm. was literally raised from the dead. And I said, dude, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. You know, like, maybe there was a spiritual thing, like, maybe this or that, maybe he was in debt, like, I don't know, dude. I fucking, I wasn't there. I have no fucking Mm -hmm. clue. And guess what? That doesn't change how I love people. So, I don't know, and... I
1: don't funny, the, care so much. The one requirement, traditionally, is also the easiest to not be able to accept or to uh, defuse. Like, hey, I think there are laws of physics, so I don't think he rose from the dead. Then it's like, say, at least for Southern Baptism, okay, that means you don't think he's God, you, he's not your savior, you are mm-hmm. that you're going to hell, you're an yeah. atheist.
0: I feel like it's like, there have been situations in the ER where people have died, technically their heart has stopped, uh, for, like, what, a few minutes. You know, it's not yeah, outside definitely... of the realm of possibilities, but, like, there'd have to be, like, a lightning... St- I don't know, a lightning strike on his heart. I, I don't fucking know, like... Mm-hmm. And I also very much do not believe the Creator... I wish I were more comfortable saying the word God, but it just... I'm not. I, it's its my baggage. It's baggage, it really mm-hmm. is. I That, okay, I'll say God. That God would pause time or pause the laws of physics and then just reach on in and do something that defies them. Because God wrote those fucking laws. The whole, like, the Red Sea parting. So I'm pretty sure, like, that was probably a metaphor. I definitely do not believe that the Bible is inerrant. It was written by people trying their very best to understand God, which is a beautiful thing. But, like, if that were a, a literal thing, then I'm sure that there's a scientific explanation for it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. a fucking tornado or some shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. Because if you're in the eye of a tornado, then you're safe. Mm-hmm. And that's why when fundamentalists talk about six-day creationists specifically, because there are fundamentalists who are, who are not mm-hmm. six-day creationists. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to stop me soon. Because I'm, <laughs> But I'm almost done with this one. But that they. How can you live in 2017 and think that a mammal that looks just like all these other mammals was made out of dirt and blown into and started existing? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That is absurd.
1: That makes sense. We don't look like the dinosaurs that were in the garden Eden with us. We were us. obviously right. different. Yes. But course. God, he had, he knew what the, he, knew he, 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 yeah, he he he, he, he. he, 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 she, he. God the Father, God the Spirit, she, and then God the Son, uh, yeah, he. Anyway, he knew what the TRXs would be doing a few years down the road, so he had their teeth decked out, mm. ready to go, but yeah, he made sure the human was very different than at all. Mm-hmm. And then you know we were all unleashed into the world, and uh, yeah, I guess if you try to emphasize that we we look different, you know, dirt. We come from dirt. I don't know what it, I don't know what dinosaurs come from then, like aliens and it's probably a lot of things. Uh, lizards. So was, God, was God just really like, damn? These guys are gonna be bored. Let's just have a lot of like really cool, like like let's have them live in a zoo, but it's really safe for a while uh-huh. until they done fuck up. Yep. And then when they done fuck up, mm-hmm. they gotta like they gotta scram. Yep. Suddenly all the all the dinosaurs will start like, ripping each other apart. They're going to have to throw and on some clothes. they were bad all along, but they didn't know it. Mm, yeah. That's, yeah. God, God was doing a screen right. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Speaking out of that game that we are just playing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we should all be naked.
1: We should. Ac-
0: you know? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you like, know that, that shame is you... false. That is fear. Mm-hmm. That is fear that is not love. So everyone should sure. be fucking naked.
1: <laughs> well, there would be a lot of jealousy. Then you think so? I mean, it's all right out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, but there's not beyond the el- like the joking aspect. Like, actually wearing clothes kind of alters who you are too. It's not. It's an identity thing. Everything you go into fashion and makeup yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not your bare human. Right, 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 right. But like I said, if you were naked and as you were, then yeah, I guess you know you kind of. That's interesting. Everyone would be different.
0: See, every, ever since I was a little kid, I was very, very... I don't want to say turned off because it wasn't a sexual thing when I was a little kid, but I was very put off by makeup and jewelry. When I was a little kid, when when we were around the house, mom wouldn't wear makeup. Whenever we'd go out, she would put makeup on, and I would cry. Mm-hmm. I would cry. I'd be like, take that off. What are you... You, you painted Aww. your face. You look totally... what do you? If a, an attractive girl wears a lot of makeup, I'm... Totally not attracted to her.
1: Yeah, I get the same part too. It, I, it's weird that you saw it with mom.
0: Yeah. Because oh, I the only think that... thing I
1: used the makeup for was like cowboy and Indians. So I an Indian. That was my understanding of makeup. Mm. It was literally like face let's let's play a game. Yeah, it was face paint. Hmm. I didn't see it as like damn, you must have You saw deep shit. You were you were prophetic as a kid. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Even there, I don't know right why there. but
0: I don't know why it upset me so much. I think it was yeah, it was the fakeness, dude. Maybe, maybe it was the fakeness.
1: <sighs> Look at you, just born, seeing through people's bullshit. I'm just... Just, I just enlightened. Know everything. I was just born enlightened. Mm-hmm. That's all. And you've been trained many Ask Science Mike now. Yeah. And just...
0: Ask Science Mike is why okay. I don't
1: like calling God he, for sure. Here we go. That's
0: not, that. That's the end of my statement.
1: You guys want to... Okay. You don't want to educate them on, on oh, 100 uh, episodes of... Oh, no, Thoroughly of everything he covers and how it's uh, uh, changed you who you are. No, don't don't do that. I okay. I'll
0: I'll do this no. to
1: to upset you. Okay.
0: That uh, in order for God to be a He, God would have to have a physical have a penis, and the energy of the universe does not have a penis that I'm aware of. Jesus she did. Yeah, but Jesus wasn't God. <laughs> Jesus was possessed by God. Well... In my opinion.
1: Okay. That's your opinion. Yeah. You know, you're a minority.
0: Um, yeah. How many people
1: think like you? Yeah. You're probably going to hell. Yeah, probably. Well, I'm in... <laughs> Yeah.
0: And I have no reason to believe in heaven or hell, because I've never fucking been there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And that's, uh... Hey, Kel. Yeah. You want to go back to that original tangent? Which one? How we ended up here?
0: Oh, yeah, sure, totally.
1: The, our upbringing? That's literally the beginning. Is that what you're referring to? No. Which one are you referring to? This all started uh-huh. because I was mentioning, like, the group going there. Oh, the And small them, and yeah. Then? And them, actually, this oddly ties back in.
0: Okay, good. I ahead. was just
1: like. Okay, 10 minutes. All right, I guess we can stop this now come back to... Yeah, going there and them all believing that God, Jesus, was God. Do you remember when I brought it up in conversation? I was asking, does it actually specify he's God? Did he say he was God? Uh, Did everyone around him say he was God? Because even dad told me that one time. Like, Jesus never said he was God. Everyone just said it about him. And then I'm like, okay, so you go to school and everyone's like, oh, dude, Nate beat up this other guy last night at the party. So cool and whatnot. But I, I never say, like i be the guy. I just let them talk about me and say all those things because I know it's true, but I never say it myself. Like, mm. it doesn't change. If it was, it was. So everyone was saying, and he wasn't stopping them, so I think it says a lot. And that's mm. even if. I don't even know if that's true. That was just part of the conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, they kind of got a little wide eyed at the notion of. So did Jesus actually say he was God? Was he actually God? I was like, oh yeah, I was reading the verses. Like, this. He sounds like he's more of a prophet. Like, that's what he's saying. Right, right, right. He's right, kind right. of saying, I am the yeah, messenger yeah. and whatnot. Dude, and
0: he literally said. The Bible says, the character of Jesus, I think that a myth can be literal, or it can be metaphorical, and it doesn't fucking matter. But, which you know, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that. Yeah, to, to we're, say
1: we're, we're gonna, eventually we're just gonna talk and talk on this, and then we're gonna be like two like semi-convert one another. Maybe and then we're just in the same place. Oh, that's not And good. then that's when we need to start doing interviews. Like, let's go shit on other people now. Yeah, yeah. So but no,
0: you're not gonna you're not gonna start believing in G. Like,
1: yeah, no, no. I mean, just like us discussing so much. Uh-huh. Oh, but no, I'm, I'm not gonna. gonna convert to your side. Well, maybe kind we'll of. We'll like, meet in the middle. I'm saying we're gonna like start like a on thing. Like, just like yeah, yeah. We're yeah. gonna have a big like circle jerk eventually.
0: Yeah, we're agreeing too much probably.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so how about the Mexicans? Let's with controversy. Your, how about the Mexicans? Anyway, back to the small group.
0: Do you remember when I said okay, so you guys think that Jesus has always existed? Mm-hmm. And they were like, Yeah. And I was like, Okay, I can agree maybe that Christ, which is love, always existed. But are you guys saying that Jesus was like on retainer? Was it was in a physical form floating around in outer space until he became
1: a baby? Somehow <laughs> and, and then when That's, we, that's and, all that, That's the thing That's all made up by The church Like it never mm. says that Anyway go go on
0: Well and, and then and then we came to the point of uh, The ascension mm. You know And it's like Okay so what the fuck happened to him So uh, I'm ascending into heaven now See you guys And then he floats up Into outer space yeah, At
1: what point did the uh, Wormhole open Yeah And he just like you know it's like into it. even at light speed, he would still be he's floating. Oh, that's why he hasn't come back yet. It's been 1000 years. So he's still just trying to yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to get to. Have- oh god, that makes so much sense. Yeah.
0: What the fuck happens to a physical body that goes up into outer? He'd burn the fuck up in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like, "Do you guys think that Jesus is floating in outer space
1: right now?" <laughs> that-, <laughs> that was his disappearance. Just- Do you remember? What that's th- why. That's why they can't like his body was here he resurrected now we can't find his body
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, it just <laughs> disintegrates.
0: <laughs> he didn't die in the tomb he died in the
1: atmosphere
0: <laughs> when he was fucking flying
1: <laughs> and that's the thing you know that how there was always that whole you read the bible in the context of 2000 years ago what they understood I know you say this a lot like God wouldn't have just revealed all the signs to them he would have spoken in their terms at the time mm. so at the time like Jesus didn't know about well I don't think that. God speaks to people but go ahead Yeah, I don't... That's what I was saying from what what people would say. Mm -hmm. No, 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 I know. Like, of course, when you read it nowadays, you have to look back at that. Here's what we know now, here's what we can have revealed, and here's what they knew then. And this Mm -hmm. only helps explain things more. That's what you're saying. Instead of, like, God wouldn't have been like, hey guys, there's like, Uh blah, 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 blah. Like, the star is not... He wouldn't explain, hey, that's actually, like, it's it's just like where you live, but just millions of other, of these Earths exactly. all orbiting right, one right. another. You know, yeah.
0: I totally agree, and I see humanity as almost like a single person. So, like, when you're a little kid, you can only understand so much, and, and things are explained to you. In simplistic terms, certain facts are omitted. Mm-hmm. You're not explained the full details of quantum physics you know, and, like, thermal dynamics and uh, genetics and stuff like that, as you grow older, you you grow a, a capacity built off of the things that you have learned to be able to understand more and more. And, and so I kind of think that humanity as, as a whole is like that. And maybe we're, I don't know, fucking teenagers or 20-year-olds now. I don't know. Yeah.
1: You ever wonder what it would be like if like it happened during, like, modern time with what we knew, how it would be written in different contexts? Yeah, totally. Or maybe they need, like, a... New New Testament, uh-huh. and it's like like uh-huh. what well, if Jesus was here nowadays, like mm-hmm. how would that all be? And the interpretation of yeah, what goes on now? See, because again, like it's two thousand years old, and mm-hmm. you're still sticking to it. No. Exactly. not really changing it exactly dude exactly like, it's out of context like, Exactly, and that, that that's why i think a lot of things are explained like being against homosexuality so much mm. i don't know this is, might be a random idea but like if you see someone's homosexual they're not being productive to society and in uh, terms of like reproducing mm. like say if but you're we're
0: overpopulated yeah. like fucking crazy. Oh, right now oh yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly Anyways. so it's, it's almost the reverse but to them like but the mortality rate back then was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mothers dying in childbirth, right? Right. There's right, no right. modern birth, so like you need that.
0: They didn't have any AIDS protection or prevention.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I was like they were emphasizing: yeah, no sex before marriage, and you can't don't like live with them unless you're married. That's just because like you need to be stable and together because you're probably going to be producing kids, and you need right. to support them. And then also parents wanting to have grandchildren or children to help take care of them. I don't know, if someone's homosexual, not only are they different, whenever you see something that you don't really understand, that's Mm. there. Even though it was everywhere, say, in the Roman culture... I guess I'll just try to finish this. Uh, In context of the Bible, say, you know, just something like that. Like, there's a reason why they would be against that, or or against sex outside of marriage, because again, you are going to be making babies, and they they couldn't really understand contraceptives nowadays. Exactly. Yeah. Or uh like individual incomes. Nowadays there's more egalitarianism. I mean mm-hmm. like the woman and man could support themselves on their own, they can buy their income. Yes. It's not like the daughter's mm-hmm. being traded as a car right. down It's an entirely different culture. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I was saying, like things out of context possibly. Now yeah, you can
0: totally out of context. And I'm I'm agreeing with you and expanding upon that because Jesus never said a fucking word about homosexuality. It, yeah. Paul did. And I disagree with Paul on a lot of things. But let's assume that he was right. Um, like
1: he he had so much power over how Christianity turned out. Yeah, he got lucky. He got really lucky. It was like really a business endeavor, lucky. like scoring. Yeah. But anyhow,
0: in the culture that Paul was writing in, um, to Romans. Homosexuality was more exclusively a sexual thing. It wasn't a. There was no love. There was no marriage in it. It was exclusively a you know a, a lustful fulfillment of desires of sexual mm-hmm. desires.
1: That's true. And yeah.
0: and also I think that one of the reasons that our parents' generation has such a problem accepting it is because when the sexual revolution happened in the sixties and seventies. It was free love. So because it was the first time that homosexuality was coming into popular culture, it was uh, seen as promiscuous. Because the sexual revolution, honestly, at the heart of it was promiscuity. And, you know, I I hook up, I fuck around and stuff like that. But in all truth, like, that's not the best way to do things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For a lot of reasons, for emotional reasons, for uh, diseases, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But our generation, because of the legalization of you know of same-sex marriage and, and things like that, we see it as a union, and not as a solely promiscuous act. But mm-hmm. our parents still see it
1: mm-hmm.
0: because that's how it that is. Was the sexual. That's how it was introduced to them was yeah, as a yeah. promiscuous act.
1: Yeah, it's literally the gen like these two genitalia aren't compatible. As opposed to, so much of a relationship is not sex. If it's all based on sex, you probably don't want to be in that relationship. That's a way of your expressing your love Mm -hmm. and connecting Mm, and really showing your commitment. Mm -hmm. Like their love and relationship is outside of, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like to say, a married couple. It's outside of the fact that their genitalia are. Incompatible, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. quote unquote. It's they're they're you know in love, supporting each other, uh-huh. raising a child, you yes. know, right. And even that, like, change always takes time. Anything that's uh, different always, yeah, takes a while to be adjusted.
0: This is a really morbid thing to say, uh-huh. but I kind of think a generation has to die off before a lot of
1: things change. Yeah, I was literally like. Yeah, if you didn't start saying that sentence, I was about to say that. <laughs> I kind of... That was literally... Because
0: you're not going to... We're not going to change... And like, I am like,
1: well, what's, what's it going to be when we are where the baby boomers are?
0: Yeah. The weird thing is, though, is every single generation rebels against their parents' generation. Oh, boy. So... Get ready for the rebellion. So, if we are all about... Like, what open mindedness and acceptance, and that sexuality is a, is a spectrum, and getting away from just general ideas of dualism of A or B, of Republican or Democrat. Our generation is so much more moderate politically, our generation is so much more accepting of different worldviews, mm-hmm. of different lifestyles, mm-hmm. and so how are our kids or our generation's kids going to re- rebel against us. Are they gonna Yeah.
1: Are they gonna be like fucking conservatives and <laughs> go back to I don't know. It's hipster to be close minded. Oh. Uh, I'd hate per you know what I'm saying just the rebellion against whatever uh-huh. like how I rebel was just the I guess opposite we don't know of. what the rebel against though. Hmm. Well, hopefully there's nothing bad to rebel
0: against I don't know. I think that we are making progress, like,
1: as a species. Yeah. Like, we are intensifying our progress, but then the candle burns out faster. Because that's another thing to keep into consideration. We are temporary. Oh, actually We will all be dead and gone. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Dude, to me, when I first kind of came came to terms with the idea that there's very good chance there's not an afterlife, I find some sort of weird satisfaction and, like, reassurance in the fact that my matter is eternal mm-hmm. and maybe that has to do with being more of a materialist and you know the, in the teachings of Christ he said that the kingdom of heaven is here the kingdom of heaven is in your heart mm-hmm. mainstream fundamentalist Christians are sitting on their asses waiting for heaven to fall out of the sky
1: Yeah, like you I were saying earlier bring heaven heaven on earth we have to make it we yeah, have to yeah, build it's, it it's a, yeah That's the biblical translation of what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I am very comfortable thinking that this whole, quote-unquote, second coming is people realizing we are what the Bible calls the body of Christ, which is we are the body of love. And, you know, maybe that's what the whole metaphor of communion is. Becoming love. Becoming Christ. Mm -hmm. Which, to me, are synonymous.
1: Yeah, and we have to take that upon
0: ourselves... I totally embrace secular humanism and the ethics of that.
1: It's weird when you think about it, like, making life have value and worth, as in beyond your life's end story. I mean, life in the universe together, life on Earth. Like, when you think mm-hmm. about it, it's like a mind trip. Mm. Especially, like, I can end up where I am. Huh. You are one of, like, quadrillions. Like, out of all the minds out of all the brains that have ever existed, the human percentage of all the quadrillions times trillions, insects, life forms, everything over millions of years evolving. Like you are a human right now. Mm-hmm. We're literally at the peak. We have that cognition beyond everything and we have the power. I don't know it's like cool, life in general, not just humans. Life has achieved this level. You should probably make the most of it while it's still around. For sure. For sure. Or yeah, enjoy what you've achieved. And yeah. me especially like I said, there's that you're lucky to be a human. You're lucky to live in this time mm. Again, out of all the millions of years and thousands of years in the previous history, especially like, you know, for me, I'm an American. Oh my God. I'm a dude. 20 year old American in 2017. Fucking I am Caucasian, straight, male. Yeah. Middle class. Yeah. And grew up with Christianity, so that's another big majority uh-huh. behind you.
0: You speak Christianese.
1: Yes, I speak Christianese.
0: And, and that is a huge advantage in Western culture.
1: Mm hmm. You know
0: what I mean? Even if you're not a Christian. That's true.
1: Even if... Even if you were here during the Irish immigration... Like, they weren't considered white. Italians weren't considered white at some point. I... We have always been considered, like... The majority white American. Like, on our mother's side... Literally a Hessian soldier... She said, "Arrived here in 1708 or something, mm-hmm. and that's who we are descended from on her side. So oh. what we're like probably like fourth generation immigrants on our father's side. And dad's side is Norwegian. Yeah, Norwegian, Swedish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we literally had someone arrive the early 1700s. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot of people nowadays are like immigration, mm-hmm. and especially like you know interracial marriages. But yeah, we were one of the original." Percentage-wise, you know, we'll be going down. Our population won't necessarily dwindle, but percentage-wise of ethnicities in America... Right, right. ...we'll be going down, but we are that original... Like, it's crazy to think of all the privileges we have right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You almost started You almost started sounding really Aryan supremacist right yeah. there. For a second. <laughs> Until the end of your sentence.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> we are preserved. We are the original. Yeah, we are. We are the original. Like and then happened. we will be preserved... And then we must fight for it. Like I said, we will not be losing numbers. We will be facing greater odds. And we will not be intermarrying. (laughs) Yes, there will be more Hispanics. 50% of newborn babies will be Hispanic. Our numbers shall not dwindle. We shall take to arms and overcome this that we are facing. Or we can all retreat to the Northeast and just kind of settle there. Amen. Amen.
0: Okay, I think we should do some sort of outro.
1: All right. Like, and then uh, what, what do we say? Oh, spider.
0: Hold on. Sorry. Oh. Okay. I don't like killing insects, but... Yeah. You know, They bite me, so... <laughs> uh, we can be
1: like... We think we're going to start a tour. Uh, come on down yeah. to Hillcrest Church at uh, 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> and we, you, it's like you a know, video recording. We should
0: give, like, the... Gospel presentation. Wait, 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 what are you saying? Do a natural where we're like, thanks for listening, guys. I really hope that what you take away from this is that you really just need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior.
1: And, uh, <laughs> uh that maybe could be another Because that'd be a perfect way to end it. Or at the same time, it's like, how do you want to be moderate and hook people and then go on?
0: For yeah, because I don't want to alienate yeah, too
1: that's much. That's what I'm saying.
0: So we can do something simpler. Just be like. <laughs> All right, that wraps up our first episode. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, We just kind of wanted to use this episode as a chance to kind of let you know where we're at and where we're coming from. Obviously, we're both in kind of transitional periods of our lives, kind of figuring stuff out. And we want to be open and honest and kind of give you guys a window into what we're thinking and and how our thoughts are developing, I guess. And uh, thanks for listening to this first episode with us. we got a lot more to look forward to, for sure.
1: Yeah, we hope to have some interviews lined up, pump out many more episodes for you guys. We're testing the waters right now, getting a feel. So Mm -hmm. if you could please check us out on Facebook at Bipolar Agnostics. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, We will keep it updated, try to, you know, really uh, link it with the podcast and get this thing figured out. So this is Nate. And I'm Caleb. And we are the Bipolar Agnostics.
0: A post-Christian production.